You are listening to Waffle, the bite-sized podcast with Paul Jenkins. First broadcast on the 31st of January, 2021. This week, Paul talks to Claire Balkind, creator of Family Lockdown Tips and Ideas, a Facebook page that soon went viral during lockdown, and how that has led to her first book. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the weekend wind down. If you're just joining us, it's uh, Paul Jenkins. It's five past uh, five here on a Sunday afternoon, and it's time for our waffle hour where we speak to authors, we speak to writers, we speak to people with all sorts of different experiences in the world. And today we're speaking to somebody who is an educator, who is an inspirer, who is an writer, uh, and is uh, is vastly, uh, very, very quickly becoming a, a widely known figure uh, both in the internet world uh, and on your telly and on your radio now too. Uh, I'm speaking to Claire Balkin this afternoon. Good afternoon, Claire. Hi, Paul. It's so exciting to be on the radio with you. Thank you for inviting me on. <laughs> That's all right. I've, I've been waiting to talk to you for a very long while, and uh, we've been trying to find a, a, a time when you're free. And quite frankly, uh, that was that was proving quite difficult. It's been um, it's been quite a year for you, hasn't it? I mean, it's I mean, this is I mean, it's been quite a year for everybody. I think it's been a very interesting year for me because my. Um, my life has changed quite a lot since this time uh, a year ago. I've, I've I've done various things that we can chat about, but I set up a Facebook group that that grew very quickly, and um, I've written a book. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been it's been a it's been the busiest year of my life, and despite all of that, I've never been more at home. So it's <laughs> it's the strangest thing to be so frantic yet. Yeah. Not leaving the front door, doing everything in my jogging bottoms and my leggings doesn't quite, there's something quite illicit. It doesn't feel like you're really doing work when you're wearing a hoodie. But, you know, um, yeah, we're all adapting, aren't we? We're all changing the way that we do things. And it's, uh, and the thing is that this is where the background comes in because your life before all of this happened and during all of this and currently um, is as a teacher. Now, we speak to lots of educators on this program. Obviously, if we're talking about books and we're talking about writing, inevitably we find find ourselves speaking to a lot of educators at all sorts of different levels right from uh, early years primary right through to we've, we've spoken to university lecturers on the show as well um what uh, what was your um your regular before all this happened what was your regular everyday life like what what, what, what kind of teacher are you <laughs> oh my goodness well i mean look before um before lockdown uh in march 2020 um i was i've been I've, i'm a teacher i'm a secondary school teacher i teach history mm-hmm. in an absolutely brilliant school um just by the m25 in north london and i've been there for 14 years and um i've never been anywhere else actually i love it very much um and i yeah i was just teaching history uh part-time i've got two uh very busy little girls aged two and six now um, they keep me on my toes um but no i love my job and i love teaching i've always taught and um, back at, at the time, this time last year, I was actually, um, I had a pastoral role at my school and mm-hmm. I was doing all sorts of things for for students in a sort of management capacity, which I've, I've since stepped down from. But I'm still teaching 
um, and um, keeps you grounded, you know, dealing with the day-to-day of, of, of students and, and their needs. It's, um, it's humbling teaching. It uh, is. It's, uh, well, I'd, I'd see, I'm a, a former teacher myself. I used to, I used to teach drama. I, I didn't teach a proper subject. Uh, but uh, <laughs> as the maths department kept I, telling me... I disagree me, with you right there. <laughs> I'm glad you did. I'm glad you're on my side, Claire. The humanities have got to stick together. Um, but uh, it's, um, it's one of those things that, that actually when... You, I mean, uh, we speak, as, as I was saying, to a lot of teachers on the programme, uh, and this particular version of teaching, nobody was ever trained for this, were they? No, we weren't trained for it, we weren't ready for it. Although, I think, you know, as a history teacher, what we, you know, there's something that I found quite helpful is thinking about times in the past where mm. there's been, like, a rapid change um, as a result of whatever's been going on in the world. And whether it's the, the discovery of something or a war, I often, I think back to, you know, how... The two world wars, World War One particularly, absolutely revolutionised modern medicine, for hmm. example. And I sort of liken the way that we are learning and we're well, teaching and learning now to sort of that sort of revolution in education. I'm not, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. It certainly sped up what was probably inevitable. But um, it's certainly, if, if, if this is what teaching, if we knew that teaching was going to be so remote and so online and so limited in our capacity, you know, to be with children, I don't think that that is a job that people would, a lot of my colleagues certainly would have necessarily signed up to do. Um, I'm not sure I would have signed up to do it if this is what I I knew it would be but um i think you know in terms of our skill set yeah <laughs> i you know even in the last six months even the last three weeks i'm learning all sorts of exciting ways of using tech to make learning better um so it's not bad news um but it's yeah the career is the career has shifted hasn't it <laughs> completely i was i was doing some teacher training the other day with with a group and i suddenly learned that you could do breakout rooms in microsoft teams and i did a little dance in my living room it was unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> it is astonishing that you can do yeah doing group work and i recently discovered something if there's any teachers listening um giving verbal feedback rather than written feedback so actually doing little comments on students work and just recording my voice saying what i think yeah and i did some for some students who were like oh god that was so much better than reading more feedback and i thought oh okay we wouldn't normally do that so yeah there are definitely there are definitely some pros in there it will be interesting to see when everyone goes back into the classroom how much of of what we're learning online sticks and actually the the way the relationships that we form with with pupils and with other members of staff even and communication channels all those things about how they all flow and there's going to be a a new version of things when we when we are back on site or everyone together and i'll be i go in i go into schools doing workshops and literacy workshops and things like that um and but i think that the, the system will change and it will be it will be positive i think we will all sort of just take have a have a year or so to take stock of what worked and what didn't and i'm sure we'll we'll, we'll find a way through it we always do that's what teachers do uh, absolutely that is we're fixers um and uh yeah i like to think of teachers taking the good stuff and knowing when curating things properly so yeah this isn't forever but there's definitely some things to take with us on the journey it is not and uh it's not the end at all and uh we're going to come on to the the very large part of that journey quite literally a million sized part of that journey um <laughs> in just a moment when we come back after your first music choice now you've um uh, now i i get the impression that, that these music choices sometimes our guests come on and say this has got a very deep rooted meaning for me and it's it's about that something that happened to me way back in my childhood uh, there's a there's a kind of theme to your songs uh, that that basically says these are great ones and I like to dance. 
<laughs> they are. Well, I, do you know what I thought? Um, I thought this isn't desert island discs. I'm not famous enough for that. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm not. I'm not there. And uh, but what I do know is that it is January and it is raining and it is snowing and it is miserable. So I chose three tracks that whenever I put them on, they make me want to dance and they make me happy. So these are my happy tracks. <laughs> this is perfect. Well, your first choice is "Shut Up and Dance, Walk the Moon." Here it comes. Dedicated to the Rossendale Valley, this is your very own Rossendale Radio. That was Shut Up and Dance, uh, Walk the Moon, uh, and I've got Claire Balkind with me, and we're talking all things. We've been talking about teaching to start with, uh, and to be honest, we almost uh, just carried on talking at the end uh, through the track there because of the fact that we've got so many teaching stories to share. Um, but um, Claire, welcome back to the show. Um, oh, thank you. Now, I, I tell you what, this is. I, I'm I'm not sure how to explain what I I, I saw it happening through the internet, um, but I, I can't quite believe what I saw. Uh, just uh, well nearly a year ago now um there was this tiny little group that you set up um do you want to tell everyone about this this ickle bickle facebook group that you started i I can try yeah i um i remember it was a a friday in march middle of march last year and i was at home it was a regular day the virus was sort of spreading but they weren't calling it a pandemic just yet but i heard and, and read an article about you know what if we go into lockdown i thought Oh, gosh, yeah, lockdown. What's that going to be like? I've got two small children and I'm a teacher, but I, you know, I'm used to older children. I know what to do with them. I don't know what I do with my own kids, you know, for a a long time at home. So I thought I'd set up a Facebook group, a little community, a private community and invite my buddies to join me. And I've got lots of lovely teacher friends and I've got lots of people that I know that are creative with great ideas. And I thought, what if we put all our ideas in one place and then we can talk about it? Um, and I shared the group with a few people and shared it in a few spots and, and sort of left it. And um, I think by the end of the first weekend, um, there were 20,000 people that had joined the group. And I remember thinking, that's not quite what I intended, <laughs> but I'm so glad... I'm so glad everybody is here. Um, and, uh, yeah, I soon needed to ask a bit of help in sort of running it. The group, I called it Family Lockdown Tips and Ideas um, because I knew that there would be some sort of family lockdown. I wanted it to be for families. Hmm. You know, most people are in a family, so it really is for everybody. It's not another mum's net. It's, a, it's, it's an inclusive space. And tips and ideas, I just thought, well, what are we going to be doing? You know, are we going to be needing... Uh, you know, arts and crafts ideas, or are we going to actually need to know how to clean our sink if we run out of cleaning products and can't get more? <laughs> you know, what what is this going to be about? Are you saying so people had never done a pandemic before? Is that that's a... <laughs> uh, well, I had never done a pandemic. Before. No, uh, certainly, yeah. I think I think and if I the just... Spanish flu had come round again, they could have really done with Facebook. I think that would have been quite useful <laughs> for them. <laughs> that's so true. I mean, I. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm a confident, I'm a confident teacher, and I find parenting so hard. Parent, being a parent, really put me in my place. I, every day is challenging, and that's that's what really prompted it all. And I think what's interesting, the group grew uh, within a month. It was over a million members, it's and it's yeah, <laughs> like a crazy organic exercise in, in in growing a group. And the, I think the reason that people joined is the same reason that I set it up. It came from a place of fear and not knowing what to do because the times were so uncertain. Um, And what has sort of emerged out of that is this community. Um, And I think that's, that's what it really is. It's a community of people who, because there's so many of us, um, you know, whatever question somebody has or whatever somebody wants to share, there's a lot of people who like it 
all can answer that question. So it's a very kind of engaged, vibrant, um, busy uh, sort of hive mind um, that's heavily, um, I'd say heavily curated by me and the team that run it mm. um, to make sure that, you know, it's, well, we all know what the internet has the potential to do and the potential for a Facebook group to be. And yep. so what we, you know, we work really hard to make sure that it's the best version of itself. It, it's, it, it doesn't descend into anything other than sort of collaboration and support because, you know, at times like this, we need each other. So when we can't be together, we can be together online, but it has to be friendly. <laughs> it is. And and the way that you've done it is it, what is really lovely is that, that that title of the group, even Family Lockdown, Tips and Ideas. It's not, hey, businesses, please come and sell your stuff. It's not if, if you've got this, that and the other, then we're going to, you know, we're going to direct you in a particular way. It really is. I, and I, I'm I marvel at the fact because I've I've run smaller Facebook groups uh, for community things or whatever, and it's a really tricky thing to administer those those group rules. But I think because you've kept it so very simple and open, that actually people f- feel they don't, they're not kind of urged to kind of try and divert one million people towards their product or whatever. It hasn't been hijacked by by those people who've got another agenda. It's it you've created a community of a million people. That's that's what it's one fiftieth of the one sixtieth of the population. That's not bad going. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is. I feel like I've got my own little constituency, um, but it's <laughs> it is a fu- it's a funny thing about business. It's because a lot of people, um, the, the group is 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 volunt is volunt it's voluntary, mm. um, and it's been voluntary since the beginning. Um, and we haven't monetized the group in a, in, in a sense in a real way. We haven't we haven't allowed any big advertising to come in, although it has been offered to us on numerous occasions. Mm. Um, and uh, we we do support small businesses, but, you know, with a million people, you know, you can imagine how many possible, <laughs> how many people want to use it to promote. It's a perfect, it's a perfect storm. It's a perfect place to, to promote a product or something like that. And for that reason, because it's so big, we really can't do it very much because, how do you where do you draw the line and how do you make decisions and and how do you how do you do that so i think we try to do our best to focus it on what people are really wanting and what they really want is is a good old chat mm. <laughs> they want a natter they want to know you know has anyone got a great idea to motivate my children to do more around the house and suddenly you've got you know over a thousand people commenting or you know a, 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 i love i absolutely love the posts that we get where families share sort of something that they're is going through yeah. and that they sort of show light at the end of the tunnel whether it's a learning difficulty or a physical difficulty overcoming personal challenges or hurdles or I, I was I couldn't I didn't have the confidence to do this thing but then I did it and it worked really well and I'm, I'm sharing it here because I think we get a lot of polished content online mm. and the group the group isn't that I don't want it to be polished I don't want it to be you know, shiny and attractive. I want it to be real and I want it to reflect the people that are in the community. Um, and I think and that's what I like about it. It's not another unattainable dream of what your house should look like or what you should be doing with your children or the best way of teaching them. It's just sort of a celebration of 
of of of like doing it your own way and 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 finding the joy you know where the joy can be found and um yeah it's i I think that's what makes it special i i like it i I think it's it's immensely practical and very down to earth i think those those are the two things that i really take from it um and from that uh i mean there's that that practicality led on to you bringing all those things together um in your first book Uh, well i'm assuming it's your first book this is a a, a, have you got any other secret novels squirreled away that we don't know about oh they're all unpublished paul <laughs> oh is that it's all the unpublished ones well i'll have to i'll have to see if i can find you a publisher work. for that one but uh, we're gonna we're gonna get on to the to the book the, the the next chapter if you will if you excuse the pun um after your next music choice now i'm gonna tell you now i've gone for the for uptown funk uh, as your next uh, musical choice uh now this was the very first song that i ever played on rossendale radio uh, i don't know really? uh, it was when you chose this it was uh, when we started the weekend wind down it was a, it was a sunday about 18 months ago now um was it was my first show here on the station and uh, it was the very first song that i ever played so uh, so it was it's certainly one of one of my favorite memories as well so thank you very much for choosing this oh pleasure enjoy here's mark <laughs> ronson with music news and local views this is 104.7 rossendale radio Welcome back to the Weekend Wind Down. It's 104.7 Rossendale Radio. We're here on the Waffle Hour with Claire Balkind. Uh, we're talking about uh, all of the things to do with family, lockdown, tips and ideas, and her new book, Great Family Days In. Um, Claire, uh, writer of a book. That's something that you wouldn't have told yourself on the 31st of January 2020, isn't it? <laughs> it certainly isn't. I think I would have said I, I don't have any time um, to write a book. Uh, well, first of all, what would I write my book about? Um <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have any content, um, but yeah. Fast forward, um, and the group uh, essentially inspired me so much um, that they gave me the sort of the impetus to sort of put down some of that inspiration on paper. I'm quite a practical person, and you know, as a teacher, I'm always trying to organise my ideas and put them into some sort of framework. So yeah, it was very exciting to write a book where um, the best bits out of the group could be could be published really and there's uh, and there's everything in there as well this is not just um craft activities for example because we see a lot of those online we see lots of people going oh we've we've, we've made this amazing thing and i think one of the examples in the in the blurb of the book is is melted crayon uh, masterpieces which i love I, I love the idea of that even before before i get any instructions about how to do it um <laughs> but there's, but there's everything in there as well from from science work to um sort of little numeracy or literacy tasks that you can do all sorts of bits and pieces aren't there yeah, absolutely. And um, I confess up right now, um, I love doing craft activities, but not with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I I really, I have to be completely, sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. So writing an arts and crafts book was never going to be the thing for me. So I just look at a day at the weekend and I, I know that my kids are going to need to do something sporty to keep them to wear them out. I know that they're going to, I'm going to want to turn the telly off at one stage and say, right, let's do this. But I'm always running out of ideas for, for what be. So the book was supposed to reflect um, really like a typical day of the kinds of things that you might want to dabble in. Like you might want to do some sciencey things if it's raining outside and you want to sort of you know, give your kids something a, bit, a little bit different or um if you need to burn off some energy like like i said you can go and have some pe ideas for indoors or outdoors um and i think the big thing that i like about the book my favorite chapter um is is great days in like yeah. experiences indoors because that's what the group really showed me is that you can actually I mean, you wouldn't normally but you can have these great days at home so um 
can make um, our own pizza delivery service at home. We make <laughs> our own pizzas. We give it a name, so that's in there. You can do your own like magic show, and I included some magic tricks that kids can easily pick up and run with. Nice. There's a great one using a banana. <laughs> I shouldn't give the game away. Uh, yeah, yeah, but we won't need to buy the book. Tell I'm us everything, Claire. Go on. <laughs> Please buy my book, but I'll tell you a good secret. Um, if you take a needle and poke it into a banana, you can slice the banana inside the sh- inside the skin, and then pretend somebody that you've been able to magically slice a banana with your eyes. Shut you the front door. That's, that it's is so fun. That's I'm I'm, I'm going to I'm getting it just for that. That's perfect. <laughs> But little things like that, like, you know, my kids um, can be a bit annoying about food and they don't always eat the things I want them to eat. So I thought, right, we're going to do a taste and we're going to do a sort of touch challenge at home. So I wrote that up as well, where you just kind of blindfold, classic stuff I played in the 80s when I was a kid, but Mm. blindfold on, is it chocolate or is it something else? And, um, you know, these little things that, you know, we need to be reminded that are there. Um, But I also put a little section at the back for well-being because... Well, it's obviously it's a bit of a buzzword. Uh, I don't mm. really want to use the word well-being because well-being is something we should always be doing all of the time. But um, yeah, there's a few ideas for kids to kind of wind down and reflect and be a bit more sort of mindful about you know what what's going on around them and and sort of show not show gratitude but be aware of things like gratitude that can kind of make them feel a bit better about their their sort of surroundings and their and how lucky they are no matter what they have it is Um, especially in this country i mean we 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 always forget that however difficult it's been for us this year there we are still in a situation even you know we've been locked out and you know somebody somebody said right at the beginning said so tell me what it was like well i I was stuck in watching films all day that was hard (laughs) it's like you know that's not (laughs) that's not real adversity that's that's actually sort of minor inconvenience in the grand scheme of things but actually we're we're looking for ways to still keep our minds working and we still have our mental health to deal with um we've we've got a big push here at the station uh sort of to help people reconnect with mental health and and radios for so many of our guests has said actually that connection with other people another voice in the room sometimes is is a major thing for them so um i think anything that you that families can do as you've you've put forth them is going to be a massive help for them i i hope so and i i think it is really hard i think you know parents also and i i you know being completely honest as a parent you know i i'm when my own mental health is when i'm stressed or anxious or feeling anxious or feeling worried i know that i'm a not as good a parent as i could be um so in a way sort of doing doing sort of mindful activities with my kids is is mindful for me too we had a lovely afternoon not so long ago making a gratitude tree Hmm. and we went out to the garden we're lucky to have a garden we went out to the garden picked up loads of sticks and put them put them in in a in a jug and then we just got some old luggage tags we wrote on the luggage tags things that we're grateful for my kids got involved and they decorated them we hung it up and we just had it in in the kitchen for a little while and it was one of those things that prompts a conversation and it's one of the things that i wrote up in my book and we did do it eight months ago but we did it again and it it just sort of it's one of those things you need to sort of remind yourself regularly it's not a one-off thing that you can do um so hopefully the book will set in motion maybe a few things for people activities that they like that they can come back to and repeat when they want to um but the hope is always that it's helpful as ever just making making life a little bit easier for families and, and making things fun for kids and it well it certainly is that and it's, it's beautifully illustrated it's got it's cracking so there's 75 different ideas in there for families um so and you can it's available via amazon and uh, and various 
other i think you can search for it online as well i'm sure you can find it via the publishers as well um so uh, so we will uh, absolutely sort of recommend this uh, to all of our listeners and uh, and obviously listeners to the podcast as well um go and get yourself a copy of great family days in um this i mean there's some of the media stuff that you've done off the back of the the group and the book i mean i, I think you were on the steph mcgovern show at one point or another uh, yeah local news yeah. has been involved as well i mean media celebrity <laughs> I've now i've never done anything like this i have to be honest i've never done anything like this in my life yeah i'm i've been on i've been on the the local news the national news i've been the steph show we've, i've been in the guard the telegraph <laughs> um i've been in lots of local and national newspapers and i go regularly on the radio probably about once or twice a week i go on the radio to yeah. different usually different 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 bbc radios mm. and so it's kind of opened my eyes up to a world outside of dare i say it outside of teaching um and it's been fascinating from that point of view too looking at how how ideas spread and and how you kind of connect with people that you don't know um so yeah a whirlwind on a on a, as you can tell i'm a waffler so <laughs> well this is I the waffle hour so this is perfect this is why we call <laughs> it the waffle hour i introduced it i thought i am in my comfort zone um i am um, <laughs> i getting to the point has been something i've had to get better at <laughs> the result Look, of all these things this is why we give our guests plenty of time and plenty of space to play their music too um claire it's been lovely finally to get to speak to you i've been waiting to try and speak to you for nearly a year now and uh, and i'm, I'm lovely that we've made this connection um please do keep in contact obviously you know we're in and out of lockdown like like a revolving door at the moment so uh, we, we people will keep coming back to your group and absolutely it's it's totally necessary um thank you so much we, we've got your final song thank choice you. september <laughs> earth wind and fire is this uh, is this uh, it is and just before i go paul can yeah. i just say a big thank you to you for all of your support for the group because very early on you wrote a lovely lovely poem about the group that featured in one of our early bbc um sort of uh, uh sort of stories about the group and so it's just been so nice to have that connection with you um and this kind of strange virtual world where you get to meet people that you've never met before <laughs> yeah well writers write about stuff that inspire them so you know we're, we've been talking about inspiration this afternoon and you know when there's when when there's that kind of thing going on you you, you kind of feel like you want to capture it a little bit so um, no, so it was a, it was a pleasure to do so <laughs> Thank I tell you, you what I'll do. I'll dig out the poem. We'll, we'll put a copy. I'll, I'll do a reading of the poem as a as a bit of a bonus feature for the podcast this week, and then uh, we can make a connection with that way as well. Oh, how lovely! That'd be so nice. And Earth, Wind, and Fire is a song that I always. I have to say, September just makes me feel, you know, like everything's going to be okay. It's so cool and it's so funky. So, yeah, I had to include it. <laughs> and it's a teacher's anthem because it's when all the fun starts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> Claire, thank you very much. Uh, we'll be in contact again. Here's Earth, Wind & Fire with September. 104.7 Rossendale Radio. So this is the poem that Claire was speaking about in the interview. And uh, it's nice for me to actually go back. Uh, I'm looking at this. This is the 13th of April. So this is about a month into the lockdown. And this was uh, just my reaction, not to so much the lockdown, but the kind of inspiration that I took from the group when I first came across it. Uh, It's simply called A Million Strong. All at once, the whole world changed. Our work, our home, our life. Frantically, we rearranged and tried to ease the strife. We quickly moved to lockdown. Could we be teachers too? With pupils in their dressing gowns? Oh, what on earth to do? Our saviour? Social media. A Facebook group so small. A grand encyclopedia. Activities for all. Tips and tricks and ways to pass the time throughout the land. Virtual crowds would soon amass with home-based fun time plans. 
It didn't take too long before this close community was magically a million strong and featured on TV. Dancers, painters, poets, more, sharing their best tricks. Makers help us to explore what splodges, gloops and sticks with bottles, boxes, paint and pens and rainbows everywhere. This era's own creative lens with hope and love to share. Your family's isolated with lockdown causing tears. Just head to Facebook now, my friend, for tips and for ideas. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Rossendale Radio. And follow us on Twitter at Rossendale Radio. Proud to be your local radio station. 104.7 Rossendale Radio, Lancashire. So there you have it. Even with some bonus content, Waffle the Bite Size podcast must sadly come to the end for another week. My thanks go to Claire Balkin for coming on the show, talking about her book to do with family lockdown, the tips and ideas she's picked up through her amazing uh, Facebook group with such a wide reach of a million different families all getting together and pitching in and finding out different stuff. And then being able to bring all that together in this lovely book uh, is just a a wonderful uh, story, positive things to come out of the whole lockdown scenario. I, I think it's just an inspiration to everybody and it was it was great to talk to her about her experience of putting it all together my thanks as ever go to our colleagues at rossendale radio for all of their work uh, and helping us uh, to produce the show each week and of course uh, to melanie kemp for both editing and producing waffle the bite-sized podcast stay safe everybody we will see you again next week